Yo, what is going on, everyone? Hopefully, you guys are having or have had a fantastic week this week. For the Beyond the Garment podcast, there are a couple of exciting things in the works right now. So obviously, if you're listening, you're listening on the audio-based version of the podcast. But what I've done is I'm actually recording this entire podcast with a video version as well. And so what I'm going to be doing for the remainder of you know the foreseeable future of the podcast is I'm going to be having the episodes, the video episodes hosted on my personal YouTube channel, which is just Drew Joyner. And by the time that this episode is out, it won't be available. It'll take me a few days to edit that part of it because I want to add visual elements to it as well. But you'll be able to actually watch the video podcast if you want to. And if you want to continue listening, continue listening. I appreciate everyone who has listened, who does listen. Thank you guys so much for that. But they're just letting you know there will be a video version. And another thing I'm kind of playing with for the podcast is just understanding when the best time is to post episodes with my work schedule I recently had them being posted on Wednesday and that worked for you know the first season and the first kind of half of this season and I've had a hard time making sure I can get the workflow done to actually post it on Wednesday so we're kind of playing with moving it to either Wednesday or Friday maybe I'll post the podcast on Wednesday the audio version on Wednesday and then the video version on Friday or maybe on the same day I don't know leave give me you know your comments leave me a DM or whatever would be the best version for you what would you like to see would you rather see it early in the week or on Friday or something like that I'm I'm trying to play around and see what's best. Now, if you are watching this and it's the first time you're watching it, literally, this is the video podcast. If you're someone who subscribes to the channel and has been here for a while, I appreciate you for tuning in. This is going to be a fun topic. And if you're new here, this is a Drew What to Do production. Um, This is kind of the setup that I've created for myself moving into 2022. We'll see how it works. We'll see how everything goes for me. I'm very excited. And uh, today's topic is going to be Art, fashion, and NFTs, or fashion, art, and NFTs. And one last thing, if you are listening on the Apple version of the podcast or Apple podcast version, feel free to give us a five-star review. I know this audio is sounding mad crispy to you right now. (laughs) So fashion, art, and NFTs. So ever since about 2020 last year, almost two years ago now, uh, the word NFT has been a word that I've just been hearing over and over and over and over again, right? I feel like it's just just a, a very buzzword topic in the modern era in the new decade. And I kind of want to talk about um, like what is an NFT first, because you have to define what something is in order to kind of for all of us to be on the same level playing field. So then we can kind of just talk more in depth about it. So what do you think an NFT is? And in the, it's a rhetorical question like NFT. What do you think that means? Some of you may know, but NFT actually stands for non fungible token. And the best way I can describe what it looks like in the real world is kind of this video game analogy, right? So non-fungible tokens, that's kind of a weird combination of words. Um, fungible just means like like non-tangible. Think of it as like a non-tangible token, a non-tangible item, right? So like I said, th- there's a video game analogy that I've heard before that I feel like it really explains it. So if you play video games or if you know about video games, sometimes in video games what you can do is you can customize your character, right? Whether it be in something like Mario, instead of having a a red hat for Mario, he has a blue hat or something like that. That's the idea of kind of what NFT is, where you can purchase with real money items in a digital or virtual world 
that just gives your character or gives your virtual avatar um, more personalization than it would be if you hadn't purchased that digital asset. One of the more popular examples of this is in Fortnite, where a lot of people who play Fortnite, it's kind of a free-to-play multiplayer game. What they'll do is, and what Fortnite has done, is they've built out this really robust character customization system, right? And what you can do with your characters, you can essentially customize them to have all the little, you know, personalized denotations that you would want for your character, but you don't get to access any of this customization outside of the virtual world in which Fortnite rests or where Fortnite is. And it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable the amount of money people are willing to spend. Some people are willing to pay five, ten, hundred, thousands of dollars to customize characters in different games because they want to have that level of intimacy with their digital character, right? Now, this is essentially what an NFT is. It's the ability to purchase things with money, with, you know, tangible, <laughs> real tangible tokens, <laughs> with real money to essentially have a digital asset. And what you can do with that digital asset is um, you can show it off to other people. You can make money off of it potentially um, by selling it or by owning the rights to it digitally. And it's just a much more kind of grown up version in my opinion of like a video game customizable character if that makes sense and they can even go beyond kind of being a digital accessory um, i've heard nfts talked about in the way of you know instead of having and kind of this kind of happens already but instead of having physical tickets to go to a concert um, for example if, if you design an nft for a really popular like billy eilish concert or something like that and your digital ticket also has uh, Billie Eilish on the, t uh, stay with me here, because this might be confusing. On the digital ticket, it might say, or it might have, you know, obviously it has the time and date of the, of the concert. But what it also has is Billie Eilish saying, you know, welcome to the Invesco Fair 2023 concert. I appreciate you for being here. And you can capture that moment on your ticket because it's a digital asset, because your ticket's a digital asset, and then you can save that moment, and then you can potentially own that moment in time when you went to the concert in 2023 in Invesco Field, what, you know what I mean? So hopefully that makes sense. There's a there's a kind of a limitless possibility when it comes to NFTs and what you can do with them, potentially, especially when it comes to events. Um, and for this sake, we're going to be talking about how they relate to fashion and art. Now, I want to ask you, would you ever buy a uh, digital asset or an NFT, whether it be in a video game form or whether it be actual NFT that's art or um, anything that's digital that you can't access you know, physically, would you ever buy an NFT like that? There are there are NFTs where you can buy both the physical and the digital, but would you ever solely buy something that's only digital that you can only access in a digital way? That's an NFT. Um, that's a tough question. I think personally, I would say I have before, especially in the context of video games, but it's hard for a lot of us to fathom owning something only digitally you know, especially if we don't get some kind of value from it other than like an art, you just typically you just look at art or you display art. So how could what kind of value could you have in just looking at it, your screen, owning a digital asset? 
And in fashion, we wear clothes. So it, it might come off as something that's like, how am I going to enjoy the clothing that I buy or enjoy, you know, digital clothing? Well, let's talk about it. I think the psychology behind NFTs is quite interesting. And I think for the, a lot of the reasons why people buy into art and fashion, the same reasons apply for why people buy NFTs. A lot of people, I'm not saying I do this or I'm not saying you do this, but I know a lot of people who buy clothing in particular, especially expensive clothing is what we're kind of talking about. We're not talking about functional clothing. We're talking about, you know, recognizable branded items. People buy a lot of that stuff because they want to have that one. They want to be more. They want to showcase their personality. Right. And they want to just showcase that they have the ability to maybe afford something. They want to showcase the fact that. You know, they're a part of a particular subculture and fashion that wears these certain items. And and I think that this level of individuality that people attempt to showcase when they're buying clothing or when they're buying art to display or art for themselves is the same kind of individuality that people want to capture when buying NFTs. So it's not kind of beside myself to think that you know, the person who buys an NFT is some kind of crazy person. Cause I think that there's value to buying an NFT, just like there's value to buying, you know, branded clothing or a certain art piece from a particular artist. There's a, there's, there's a correlation between the two I see. And I think living in 2021, we recognize that we're in an incredibly digitized era. The era has never been more digital than it's ever been before. Right. And because it's so digitally, because we're all so digitally immersed, I can totally see a world where, you know, the digital assets that are important to us are the things that are just as important as the physical assets because we want to showcase ourselves in that digital space. And we'll kind of talk about that in a second. So recently I worked with uh, GOAT. And if you don't know what GOAT is, they're a sneaker reselling and clothing reselling site and what goat does is you know they provide a service for people who want to buy clothing and sneakers secondhand and a lot of times what happens in the sneaker industry if you don't know is you know clothing sneakers etc gets resold gets bought up um, and then it gets resold for 5x or 10x the original price of that good now, what Go did this Black Friday and a lot of other kind of apps and retailers and resale brands did is that they kind of dipped their they dipped their toe into um, digital spaces. So for Goat, they actually created uh, a Black Friday game called Blackout, where you create this digital space, and in this digital space, you can potentially win real life items um, if you put digital items within your digital space. Hopefully this is all making sense, right? And so this is kind of where I get into the first um, thing that I think NFTs and what value NFTs will bring is with this kind of digital space, creating digital mood boards and helping to foster, not helping to, but creating digital mood boards and creating, yeah, creating digital mood boards. And I think a lot of people have a desire to do that there. I don't think there are any brands or apps that are doing it at a high level, but I think that this example of like creating digital spaces and filling them with digital items is kind of fashion's first entry into this world where we're talking about the importance of digital assets and NFTs. And it seems like the future of consumer-based industries is leaning much, much more towards 
the digital world. Recently, Nike has filed several patents for NFTs and for digital assets. And I think that there's a couple possibilities when it comes to the world of NFTs and fashion and art. I see a world where potentially where you buy a physical good, whether it be a sneaker or an item of clothing, and with that physical good, it comes with a NFT digitized barcode that allows you to not only own that physical item, but also own the item in a digital space, right? Now, in the future, whatever this platform that holds these digital spaces or digital avatars or whatever it might look like, um, these places will also allow for someone who doesn't necessarily or can't afford the physical item to also purchase the digital item for a fraction of the price because that digital item only exists in that virtual space. And I know for a lot of people, that's going to be like a really weird concept. They're going to ask, why would I ever buy something that I can only, you know, showcase for in a digital or in a social media context? And I think a lot of people don't understand that people do that all the time right now. People buy clothing, you know, specifically to post on Instagram, to showcase to, you know, their friends or family, to test out items and to just feel, get a feel for, you know, what it's like owning something. And then maybe they'll return it or sell it or, you know, do whatever they do with it. Now with the digital asset, the thing is, is it'll probably be in your digital closet for forever. And something like that is you can't really resell it and you have a harder time, um, yeah, you just can't resell it. This goes the same for art. This is already happening with, you know, NFTs and the art world. A lot of artists strictly sell NFTs of, you know, digital art. And a lot of artists sell NFTs of not only digital versions of their art, but also physical versions so that the consumer can have both. And I know a lot of people when we think of, or some of people when they think about NFTs, they think about like a pixelated cat or something like that. But the deeper you dive into that world, the more you kind of see how much uh, art is being created and how much art is being digitized and being, you know, transitioned over for a digital format. And I see the same kind of things happening for fashion. There's just the companies have not yet figured out how to truly monetize that in the most lucrative way. But in in the example of video games, you can already in for example in in, in video games like NBA 2K, you can already buy you know the Jordan One for your NBA 2K character. In games like Fortnite, you can already buy or you can already buy the Balenciaga um, shirt or Balenciaga hat for your character. So it's not something that is like under the radar anymore, in my opinion. I think that NFTs and fashion and art are starting to bubble up and time will tell kind of what the future holds for this type of industry and these types of products. One last thing that I'll add, just kind of my opinion, my two cents. I'm not necessarily sure how or what app or website will house these digital avatars or this social media experience. I'm not sure if it would be Instagram, obviously Facebook and Meta and the Metaverse have said a lot about, you know, what they want to do and what their plans are for the future. It's tough to tell, you know, for a, little, for a long time, I thought that, you know, the biggest social media companies were going to be the biggest social media companies, whether they be face, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And now, you know, 
in a matter of a short matter of time, TikTok has really burst onto the scene. So you never know what's going to happen in the future and what apps will come up, what brands and, and what companies will come to the forefront and build something that will truly change the way we interact with each other. And I think that's what the potential of NFTs can do. They can change the way we interact with each other, less so in a kind of real life way, unfortunately. I know some people will consider that to be unfortunate, but more so in a digitized and a um, yeah virtual way. Now, what are your thoughts on something like this? I'm very, very curious to hear about it. If you're watching on YouTube up until this point, leave a comment down in the comment section. If you have thoughts about this and you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can comment on our latest Instagram post or send me a DM and or just tweet at me. And that would be a lot of fun. Now, I'm curious to know, have you ever purchased an NFT or have you ever sold an NFT? That would be something I'm really curious to hear about. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts like I mentioned earlier on in the podcast. And as always, I'm spreading peace, love, and positivity in 2021. So that means I'm spreading peace, love, and positivity to you. Wherever you are in the world, have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll see you guys next time. I'll be on toe.